0: Good morning. Today, we're going to learn Daf Lamed on uh, Maseches Megillah. We started the fourth parak, and we set a Mishnah. We learned a, a Mishnah yesterday. We're transitioning, Barry, from Purim into Pesach now. So what are the transitional weeks from Purim to Pesach? The Dalet Parshios. The famous Dalet Parshios. Uh, the Mishnah had said yesterday about Parshios Shkulim, then Parsha Zakhar, Parsha Parah, and Parsha sachodesh In short, we'll give a quick summary because the topic of today's daf will be sort of the scheduling of these Daled Parshios. So, if you're ever curious about when these Daled Parshios are scheduled, this is this is the daf for you. So, in short, the scheduling is as follows. We'll get into the details, but Parsha Shkalim is first, of course, and Parsha Shkalim is supposed to, and we already learned Maseches Shkalim, Baruch Hashem. And that is supposed to alert you to the collection of all of the machtsas shekel, and that was taking place right for the korbanos, and there was going to be a lot of korbanos around Pesach. But the machtsas shekel they started collecting prior to Adar, so it's like in anticipation of Adar, you're going to read Parsha Shkalim. Right? By the time you're a month away from Pesach, you already want to really get the Shulchanos, as they were, right? You want to get all of the infrastructure set up to receive all the Shkalim that Kalashar are going to give. And so, you want to have time for that. You want to have at least two weeks, as we'll see. And so, we'll get into that. But that is Parsha Shkalim. Parsha Zachar, as we know, is related to, right, the mitzvah of Zahiras zecher, Machias, Hamalek, however you want to call it. Um, a malek, and that is always going to be right before Purim, right? So now you're getting right, this is a hall, and parsha, and then Parsha's para is the cleansing, right? Uh chukasa Torah, the cleansing that you have right before Hachodesh HaZelachem, which is the redemption, right? The ushering of the redemption. Hachodesh HaZelachem, we just read this past week's Parsha, it's going to be the ushering in of the redemption of Pesach. And Parsha's para and Hachodesh are always, it's not actually. I didn't see it in today's Daf, but um, we do know um, that we have a source that those two are never going to be broken up, that, that the third and fourth of those Parshos, para and Achodesh, are always going to be back to back. But as we will discuss, and um, Bez, Bezat Hashem, we'll get there, of Daf Lamed, there are breaks and there's a mnemonic that Rashi gets into about how to learn when we do have the breaks between the first and the second or the second and the third parshios in the calendar remember you're starting before Adar and you're finishing right before Rosh Chodesh Nisan so it's kind of like a span of something like usually 5 sometimes 6 weeks and so there's and it's four parshios so there's usually going to be one or two spaces in there, and we're going to discuss when those spaces are. And it's going to depend, I'm giving it away now, it's going to depend on which day of the week, right, the Rosh Chodesh Adar is going to be. And then that sets off a whole schedule as to, do you lay in the Parsha before? And so now we're learning the Daf backwards. Because we'll see on Daf Mays, we're going to see the whole calendar. And the calendar is based on the fact that, Verse Kodesh other can only be on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Shabbos. And based off of that, depending on which day it falls out, you have to determine how are you going to position Parsha Shkalim and Parsha Zachar relative to that, you know, all the Parshas relative to that. And then based off of that, you know where the breaks are. And that's how you arrive at the schedule and the calendar. Now, of course, Bizman because it's only Bizman because, because we already have the calendar, right, the fix is in. We already have the calendar predetermined. So it falls out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Shabbos. In those days, if it was Kiddush HaKodesh, it could fall out on any one of the seven days. And that's where you get into a lot of the scenarios that we'll see on Amud Aleph are scenarios of situations where they really wouldn't never happen, Bizman Um And because we won't, we won't have those scenarios, uh, that conflict take place, what but do do we've said we too much. We know when every... In other words, now that we have a calendar, we can, the Rosh Chodesh can only come, come out on one of four days at Rosh Chodesh Adar. But in those days, it could have come out any one of the seven days, depending on whether we got it right, so to speak, depending on when the Kiddush Chodesh was, I should say. Okay, so let's start. Two lines from the bottom on Chav, Testament and as follows. So now we're talking about uh, a potential issue. So right away, Atatetzave is the parsha that at the that the next parsha after Atatetzave is Shkollim is is the portion of of So again, this is a situation that can't happen today. We're not going to have it fall out like that with, with the calendar fixed the way it is. What would be the problem? The problem would be that you need to have four special parshios, and they are only regarded as special if they don't look like they're just a continuation of the regular Kriyas Torah for Shabbos. And so, how are you going to designate this as a special parsha if it just seems like you're reading straight through? So it says the Gemara: Amar Nafcha Karushisa Me'atata Ad Kitisa. Tisa is parsha. Kitisa is where it starts, right? Kitisa is the parsha Shkolin. Oh. So, what does this mean? Karushisa means you can have six Aliyahs, and then uh, Kitisa is going to be Shvi, right? Parsha Shkolin be Shvi, and then V'chad Kitisa V'ad V'Asisa. And then another person is going to read uh until Ve'asisa. Right? So, Amar So So, in other words, this what he's basically recommending is that you're going to read Parsha Shkanim until Shishi. And then, the way you're going to... Des- and, excuse me. You're going to read the Parshas uh through the sixth Aliyah. And then the way you're going to designate it is instead of doing it in the seventh Aliyah or as a continuation in Maftir, Rather, you're going to have it as a seventh aliyah. By bringing it early, says Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, uh, you're going to designate that this is Parsha Shkalim. Abaye doesn't like that. Amar Abaye, as we arrive at Lamed Aleph, he says, Amri, uku mehudakamok hasam. Yeah. What does this have to do with us now? Again, we finished. Uh, well, so we oh, so we have the calendar. Well, you'll see, you'll see, because the, the, you're going to learn, so you're going to tease out some principles out of this. So Abaye says, if you do have. If you do stop at Shishi, they just, uh, uh, in other words, stop at Shvi, read through Shishi, stop at Shvi, and then start reading Parsha skull and Shvi, they're just going to think you made a mistake. They're going to think Barry, who's about Kore, bit off more than he could chew. He somehow squeezed squeezed seven aliyahs into six and just kept going. So they're not going to realize, we have a lot of this already, right? Where What are people going to think if they come early? What are they going to think if they come late? Right, two aliyah, two psukim versus three psukim like yeah, who are these people right who are these people that are making these assum- these erroneous assumptions but be that as it may right people are going to have the wrong impression right about whether why that seventh aliyah is shkalem they're not going to realize it's because it's a special partial elamarbaye is on suggestion Barry, Barry only does what he's told Barry's never going to make that mistake i'm just giving a theoretical that's I mean, true Barry's told what to do right yeah 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 Abaye says the following suggestion, So now he's saying like this, that just keep going, read six people, you're going to have the six, right, aliyahs as the, the Shabbos, and you're going to read through Shkalim. and there, then what are you going to do? And then for Shvi, you're going to repeat, that's the point, point. Tani Vikari. You're going to repeat the last six psukim again, which is to say, the only way to get around it is to overshoot your target by a lot, right? Overshoot, not only are you going to read, include Parsha Shkollim in your first, uh, right, in your, in, in other words, not only are you going to read up to Parsha Shkollim in the first six aliyahs, and then have Parsha skullim as a maftir, you're not going to do that. You're going to read Parsha Shkollim and even include that in the first six aliyahs, Okay, so until now, nobody knows what's going on. They just think Barry's gotten carried away and he's just like a runaway train. And then, after you finish the first six aliyahs, then for Shvi, you're going to repeat it. Ah, so that's Abayah's patent, right? That's his plan. His plan is that once you repeat it, then people will know why you repeated it. Because it's a special partial Ah, uh, That's a good question. So do we ever repeat it? Well, yes, we do. You know what? Every single week, just about, except for the special weeks, which we mentioned in our Gemaras, we repeat Maftir. Right? So when you repeat it, you know that it's special, that you're doing it for a reason. Okay? So now, <clears throat> so Gemara says, okay, wait a minute. Let's look at Abayas and Reitzchak Navcha's suggestion in light of the following b'raiths of That means that let's say Shkalem fell on the Shabbos. We don't know yet uh, how it is Samach. But let's say Shkalim falls on a Shabbos where it is next to the Parsha that you read, right? This is really only going to happen with Shkallim. Shkallim happens to be unique. You know, Parsha Zohar, it's all the way in Kitetze, right? And you have Parshas Parah is already going to be Chukas, but Shkallim happens to be close enough that if you make a mistake in the calendar, you can get into this issue. So basically, let's say you got into this issue and Shkallim falls near the Parsha HaShavua. Ben Nifanea, Ben Malacharea. Whether it's before or after, we'll see. Korin the B'Raisa says, Ve'chof that sounds like a bayi, right? That you read it and then you repeat it. In other words, this is the Bryce's suggestion on how are you going to designate that Parsha Shkolem is special. Just read your Parsha Shavua, and if it happens to be that you fall out with the Parsha Shkolem either before or after it, read the Parsha Shkolem as part of the Parsha Shavua, Because otherwise, right, people are going to get the. Mis- read it together anyway, because even if you didn't, people are going to think that you made a mistake, and then just repeat it, and that's how they're going to know that it's actually partial Shkolem. Fine. So says the Gemara, bishlem and Icha. Well, that makes sense according to Abai. Hmm? Tell me what we're trying to do. I don't know. What Abayy is trying to do is as follows. We want to read partial Shkolem, but the problem is Pasha Shkolem can be, in some scenarios, close to the partial Sashavua. that's near Pasha Shkolem. So we want to designate, we want to read it in such a way Read the Kriya of in such a way that people understand that this is a spe- one of the Dalal Parshios. This is a special occasion. Okay, so Bishleimel Abayinicha. I can understand according to Abay Abay is the only one that says that you repeat it. So that makes sense because that's what the Brisa says, right? Korinosa also repeat it. So, this is the Gemara. The Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha Kasha. Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha didn't have that suggestion. So how does he reconcile the Brisa? So Amalach Reb Yitzchak Nafcha. The Gemara answers on his behalf as follows: me Really, according to the Baya, is it just a good suggestion? Teila chlefaneya. Right, Abayah's suggestion was if Parsha Hashavua was prior to Parsha Shkolem, you read it all the way through and then you repeat it. Okay, but the Brisa said that even if it's after Parsha Shkolem, Abayah doesn't have an answer for that scenario. Right, if Parsha Shavua is after Parsha Shkolem, uh, uh, then Abayah is also stuck. Says Riviyetzchak Nafcha. So Abayah is only okay with half the Brisa. That doesn't help you. Says the Brisa. Right, What's Obayi going to do If parsha HaShavua comes out After Parashas HaShakalim Rather In order to understand it The B'raisa You have to understand the B'raisa as follows Kofla B'Shabasas Kofla B'Shabasas means that you repeat it By reading it on two successive Shabbasas Meaning that when the B'raisa That when Shkalim Is repeated it's not really repeated the same Shabbos. You just read it on a different Shabbos. So, so again, here, this is, this was a Bayez Nafcha's situation. He says that you repeat the, the, the portion by reading it on a consecutive Shabbos. In other words, nobody disagrees, right, with, it's, just, it's not relevant to our machlokas. It's a separate issue, right? It's a separate issue where he's saying that you read shkalim the following Shabbos in its role as shkalim In other words, you stay away. You stay away. You repeat it on the following Shabbos. Um, as, so either, again, if shkalim falls out, either before or after, you're going to read it when you're supposed to read it, and then you're going to read it again. That's all that means. <laughs> in other words, it's not relevant to the Machlokas. All it's saying is that we realize, we recognize, the bris recognizes that Shkolim can fall out before or after the Parsha Shavua. And all the Ritesh is saying is, when that happens, you're still going to repeat it again. You're not going to say, oh, well, we already read that. What's the point of reading it? You're going to read it because it's, it's parsha Shkolem. It's a special occasion. But it makes no suggestion as to how you're going to read it to avoid this issue that the, that the Baye and Rav Yitzhak Nafkar are discussing of how you're going to designate it as such. Maybe the fact that you're repeating it is going to be its designation, right? And if it falls out before, you're not going to necessarily read it realize mm-hmm. that it's until the following week when you read it again. You know what I mean? But the point is that that's how you repeat it, but not the way Abaya suggested, and that's where Yitzchak reads the Brises. Now we're five lines up from the wide and we say it like this. Another poss- possible issue, <laughs> right? So we talked about when Parsha Shkalim falls out before or after the Parsha Shavua. What if the Parsha Shavua is Parsha Shkalim? Ah! Oh. So, I'm a rabbi, it's kari shisa min Basisa ad yakel, ve kari, mikisisa vad vazisa. Okay. He's saying something fascinating. See, the problem with Parsha Shkalim is that it's at the beginning. Right? Um, right? So, so, V'asisa is at the beginning. I'm sorry. Vasisa is right. So so in other words, what you're gonna do is he's suggesting we start from the end and read shkalim uh we start from the end and then we go back and one person reads shkalim from further from earlier in the parsha. So in other words, we start right from um from V'asisa, right? You read six aliyahs. start from after uh Shkolim, until vayakel which is the next parsha. Six and which parasha? So you read six in and parsha In other words, the parsha starts with the shkalim, right? V'asisa. Uh I'm sorry, for, from Kisisa, right? Shkalim starts from Kisisa. That's where that's like the Parsha shkalim So he's saying six people read from the Hemshech of the Parsha, from V'asisa, which comes after shkalim until vayakel vayakel Pekude is the is the hemshech. Meaning you read it you read Parsha Shkollim is structured from Kisisa, right? Kisisa is you're going to count the people, right? So it's six... You, you read everything? No. So that's what I'm saying. You start, you the, you leave out the first six psukim right. of Parsha, which are the, the first six psukim of the Parsha are Parsha Shkollim. Right. So you leave okay. out those first six psukim and you start from Parsha 7, we'll call it, do six aliyos, finished up until Vyakel, which is really the first right letter of the next parsha you don't read vayakhel you stop hard stop right before vayakhel and then you go back and you read the first six psukim of the parsha as the seventh aliyah, right to to do parsha skalem that's the suggestion of of um of Navka, right so that's fascinating right you're reading it out of order that's abaya's they do ever do that do you- out of right, so we already said the McGillian can't read out of order. Right. So, Chris, are you going to read out of order? That's what Abaye, you're like Abaye Jr. over here. Abaye has the same question. Are you kidding? We're going to read it out of order? People are going to say, uh, right, literally it means now people are going to say that you're reading it backwards. Right? We're worried about two versus three psukim. Now we're going to start really confusing people. We're going to start reading things backwards. Says, so, And they're going to think that you could do that. El Amar here's a question. suggestion. Barry, they gave me a Leah here. And, yeah. And Barry was reading the Torah and yeah. all of a sudden they had a piece of paper Yeah. with, with the with you know with a letter on it. Are they allowed to do that? I, mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. What, Barry, you had a cheat sheet up at the at the Torah? I don't know. <laughs> it was a correction that was made in the Torah. It looked like it. Oh, it was a correction It looked like somebody did it in, in paper. Now you oh, can't. No, no, you need to have cloth. It probably just looked like that. Okay, am Abaye, Karu Shisa Adve Yakel. So Abaye is going to say like this. Do six Aliyahs. Start from the beginning, right, where it says Kisisa, and then read all the way Adve Yakel. Right, again, that's what Kisisa means. Kisisa means when you start doing the census, right, when you start the Machsiz HaShekel. So you start, just read Kisisa. Read the Parsha. Read the whole Parsha. And squeeze it into six Aliyahs. says Abaye. And then V'chatani, V'kari Mi Kisisa Adve Asisa. And then you repeat it. But again, you're repeating it from the beginning. It's also kind of back, it's also kind of going back, but at least it's going back only once you've read the whole thing from start to finish. Okay? So now we have a braisal kabaya. a Bay Kisisa atzma, there's a brace that says that if Parsha again, never would happen today, but if Parsha Shkalim happens to fall out in those days, um when Kisisa is read, then Korin then you first, you read it, sounds like a bayi, and then you repeat that first section as we said. So now we have the two dots and the second wide line. We have another scenario. Chalios HaShabbos Mektimim Right? This is uh, talking about, now we're going to get into the calendar, the schedule. For Shechodesh Adar, fell during the week. Right? So when do you read parsha Shkolem? Let's talk about the schedule here, the calendar. So, Itmar. Let's say Rosh Chodesh Adar fell on Friday. This is going to be a Mechlokas. That's where you have the Mechlokas, Rav Amar. This could happen, Rav Amar. Makdimim Shmuel Amar I'll give it away. We pass in like Rav. <laughs> we hold that you read Parsha right the Shabbos before uh, Rosh Chodesh Adar. Okay, so good. Even if Rosh Chodesh Adar is on Friday, Shmuel says you read it that Shabbos, like Beis Adar. You're going to read Parsha Shkulin. We're not used to that. Why would you do that? Says the Gemara. He wants to buy extra time for the Shulchanas, right? For the people to set up, um, set up for the collection of the of shekel. And if you, for whatever reason, push it off, then you're going to batsri means you reduce, you diminish the amount of days that the people of the Shulchanas have. To get ready. Why would you do that, right? You don't want to do that. So, but why does Shmuel do that? Shmuel achrin Sof sof chamesa In other words, there's enough time, because after all, if in fact the Rosh Chodesh is an Erev of Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh is an Erev of Shabbos, then guess what? Purim is going to fall out on, right, the the, the 15th, which is, right, Adar Sheni uh, Purim, uh, Shushan Purim. Is going to fall out on, right, on on erev Shabbos also, and since Shushan Purim is going to fall out on erev Shabbos, then Shulchanos lo nafki ad chad b'Shabba. Remember, in um, in Eretz Yisrael we work on Sunday, but you still get a little bit of a weekend. You get a Shabbos, which is to say, if it, if Shushan Purim is on erev Shabbos, then really nobody's doing anything until after Shabbos is over, anyways. So really, it is the extra, you get the full complement of two weeks to set up anyway because nothing happens over the weekend, right? It's like any other thing. And if you have a, a long weekend and you want to get something done, you could forget about it. And they always say, yeah, I'll see you in Monday. Here we say, I'll see you on Monday. In Israel, they say, yeah, we'll take care of this Sunday. You know, Nobody's going to start taking care of this at two in the afternoon on a Friday. You can forget about it. It's not the day to go in and start, try to get a mortgage or whatever it is, right? Yeah. You're going to so say, come back next week, right? You've heard people tell you to come back next week. So these shulchanists, they're not going to start getting busy bo bayom if Rosh if, if, uh, Chodesh is on a Friday. So they're going to start Sunday anyway. So you get the full complement in two weeks and that's Shmuel's svarah, hilchach meachrin. To postpone it anyway. Okay. Now, the truth of the matter is, like why is he why 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 is he pushing it off? We'll see. So it's none. We learned in our mission, Right, we learned that if the Rosh Chodesh actually happens at Shabbos, the mission says that you do it the previous Shabbos. Um Maf is when you interrupt, which means mafsekin means when we don't have one of the special Dalit Partios. Follows a means the following Shabbos. So my lava filu beer Shabbos does not that even Right? Would that not imply that even if Rosh fell out on Erev Shabbos, why would it imply that? Right? So it's an interesting question. Right? We assume that our mission implies, like Rav, that whatever would apply on Friday would apply on Shabbos, whatever would apply on Shabbos should apply on Erev Shabbos as well. That would be the position of Rav, that whether it falls out on Shabbos, where the mission says, Beferish, you bring it back one week. Or if it falls out an erev Shabbos, you should still bring it back uh, one week. It sounds, if that were the case, if we really read the Mishnah that, that way, sounds like Rav. However, Shmuel would answer, "Lo, b'sochah Shabbos dafka." You could be medayik the exact opposite way, right? That our Mishnah says that if it falls out Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos, you bring it back a week, which would tell you that if it falls out an erev Shabbos, dafka don't bring it back a week. You could do like Shmuel, oh. So let's try to resolve it a different way. We have another b'risa so tashma. Um, you know what, Barry? We'll tease out some missile for him. We'll figure it out. Don't worry, I got you. Tashma ez hi Shabbos Rishayna. So the Brisa says, "What's the first Shabbos?" Kol shachal or Shchodish Yos The first Shabbos is the Shabbos where Vashchodish falls out, which means like this: Whatever, whenever Vashchodish falls out, then the preceding week is going to be Parsha Shkolin. Whenever Vashchodish Adol falls out, preceding Shabbos is Parsha Shkolin. Well, that means, and then the Bryce says, V'afilu be'erav Shabbos. Well, that's pretty explicit. That even if, when we say that Rosh other that falls out at any day of the week, then the preceding day is Parsha That, in fact, is how we posk That sounds like Shita's Rav. Any day in the week includes Friday. Friday may be a short day, but it is a weekday after all. And therefore, the Shabbos before is Parsha Shkaleim. So says the Gemara, my love, afilub erif shabbos, dumi de tocha, ma tocha makdimim af ef shar, av erif shabbos, makdimimim. Is the Brysa not trying to indicate that even when, right, Eref shabbos, the some sort of, um, comparison between Eref shabbos and shabbos itself? So, amma shemuel, ba no. You have to reread the Brysa. It says, any shabbos, ba that Rosh Hash falls out on it, the chain of the be shemuel, ba. And that, in fact, is the text. If you look at the text of the Bryseos that they taught in Shmuel's yeshiva, they had a whole different, right, they had a whole different uh, girsah, so to speak. And that, and that said, that if it falls out on Shabbos, you would bring it back. And that, the Gemara says, is in fact the to Tanaim, and the Machaloka Tanaim goes like this. Misargin le Again, Misargin here is going to be, which of the days, we're going to get into it, but which of the, which of the Shabbos are you going to alternate, are you going to skip? And, uh, you have four or five weeks and you only have four partials, so which one are you going to skip? So, Rabbi Behuda Hanasi. So, Misargin means that the first two of the Dalit partials, right, you could skip so that, um, and so that you can always, you're always going to have, a space between parsha shkol and parsha Zachar. that's what it means before the, between the first two of the dal Parshios is always a shabbos in between that's attributed to nasi remshon bar that he wants remshon bar we don't Paskin like this Rabbi nasi is quite a heavy hitter right rabbi so remshon bar ever says that we keep the first and second um, uh, of the dal Parshios together again we say that we keep the third and the fourth together the first and the second can be split Anyways, how does this have to do with the Machlokas Rav Shmuel? As follows, Amir Ben Elazar, right? A Masai and Yomer and Mesagin. When I say that you have to keep them together, what am I talking about? But Shachalios be Erev Shabbos when Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Erev Shabbos. So there, he sounds like Rishim Ben holds like Shmuel when it falls out on when Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos. You're going to read it the previous week. But when Rosh Chodesh falls out on Erev Shabbos, you're going to read it on Shabbos. And therefore, again, ooh, isn't that counterintuitive, Barry? Why would you only push it back if it's on Shabbos, but if it's on Friday, you're not going to push it back? So the reason is, because if, if Rosh Chodesh others is on Friday, that means that Shushan Purim falls out on Friday, and therefore, um, well, I guess or Shushan Purim, maybe Shushan Purim then falls out on, on Shabbos. Is that the point that you could read it on the actual day? That's to do with when Shushan Purim falls out, and therefore, if Shushan Purim is on the actual day, then it's then, then, then it works, right? That that's what it says over here that that Bisman Shabbos, Bisman Shabbos. If a falls out, any oh, that's why because Besochah Shabbos doesn't mean doesn't mean on Shabbos. It means during the week. I'm glad I caught myself. I'm sorry. So again, obviously, <laughs> if it falls out on Friday, you can read it on Shabbos. That's to do with when Shushim falls out. Of course, if it falls out on Shabbos, you go, you, you, you can read it. Socha Shabbos in this case, means the, during the week. That's what it means. If Hashodesh falls, any, meaning any day other than Arab Shabbos, that's what it means. Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm glad I caught myself. That if it falls, again, if Hashodesh other falls out on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, then certainly, Makdim B'Karim Shabbos She'Avra. You read it the previous week. There you go. Afapishu shvat, and again, it's true. That's the point. It is true that that the idea of reading Parsha Shkolem is an anticipation of Rosh Chodesh Adar, and it is also true. And this is where I got confused. It is also true that if it fell out mamish on Rosh Chodesh Adar, that's the point. If it fell out that Parsha Shkolem was meaning that Rosh Chodesh Adar fell out on Shabbos, then of course you read Parsha Shkollin, right? Because it's in anticipation of Rosh Chodesh Adar. That is axiomatic. However, the point is, if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on any day, certainly from Sunday to Thursday, then you're going to push it back to the previous Shabbos, even though obviously it's not Adar yet, we are ante- anticipating Adar, and that's when we're reading Parsha Shkolem. Good. So now we're at the two dots in the middle of the page, and we finish with Parsha Shkolin. We're when we move on to Parsha Zachar. Okay? It says so it like this. Okay, Bishnea Zachar, meaning on the second Shabbos. We'll see what Bishnea means. Itmar, Purim Shechali of Shabbos. Now, if Purim falls out on Friday. This is Zachar Mitzvah, Oh, well, it says Karim, Be Sefer. There's two. Parshas Zachar references, so to speak. Two Amalek references, I should say. One is at the end of Parshas B'Shalach, which we'll read this week. Dafyomi coincidence, Lubliner moment. And one is at the end of Parshas Kitetze, right later on in Devarim, Sefer Devarim. And the portion that we read is the one in Kitetze. But the source of Ksov Zos, the Karim B'Sefer, is this week, right, in Parshas B'Shalach. And so many, many postgame, I would venture to say most, say that it's a mitzvah do reise, to read it from the safer, right? Sov Parsha zachar, many hold is the mitzvah. The you have to have that in mind when we when we read Parsha Zachar. But uh, be that as it may, or maybe you could have it in mind and be already this week. But or, but be that as it may. Itmar Purim shachal dias Shabbos. So now Purim falls out on Friday. So when are you going to read Parsha Zachar? Parsha You're going to read it on Shabbos. What's this me'achrim? this is like a little bit of a Purim Meshulash situation. This is where I got confused because again, when you, have that, when you have that special idea of Purim falling out on Erev Shabbos, that's where you get the Purim Meshulash, that's where you get the confusion going. Why? Because if Purim is on Erev Shabbos, that means that Shushan Purim is on Shabbos. If Shushan's Purim is on Shabbos, then maybe that's enough to justify partial Zohar being read. That's, that's what's underlying here. In other words, Rav Amar Makadimim, Ke'echidolotik tikto masil L'Zechirah. Rav that you did, that you say the previous Shabbos, because the Pasuk in the Megillah says, Right, you have to have the Zakhirah, Zakhar first. It's a reference to Pasha Zakhar. And then you have the Asiya. So, if you, in fact, are going to read Pasha Zakhar on Shabbos after Perm was already on Friday, so then you did the Asiya, right, the su done all that on Arab Shabbos, and now you're going to do the Zakhar after that, you can't do. We, that, right, we again, are going to passkin like Rav in all of these scenarios, right? So Shmuel says you can read ironically for us at least, right? Counterintuitively, you can do the suddas purim and then read Parsha Zochar the next day. That never happens to us because we all like Rav. As the Gemara says, Rav Amar Right, you're never going to do asiyah before zechira. Shmuel Amar Amar came ikum This is what I was saying before. Shmuel is going to say that since you have Shushan Purim and Shushan Purim is going to fall out on Shabbos, asiyah But how Right, then you can have asiyah zechira together. Maybe that's even ideal according to Shmuel. And therefore, since for whatever reason Shmuel holds that since for the Ayaras Mukafos, like you're a Shalain, it makes sense to do Parsha Zachar at the same day that you're doing Suda. By the way, a whole halachic discussion can you do Purim Suda on Shabbos? We do not. When we have a Purim Meshulash, we push off the Suda to Sunday. We do the Matanus Lev Yonim on Friday. We do the, the Kriya, right? And then we'll do the Kriya that's unique to Purim and the benching Purim and all for, for Purim and all that on Shabbos. But there are halachic sources that said that the Suda's Purim took place on Shabbos. That's not how we do it today. But be that as it may, Shmuel's position is based on the fact that Shabbos is in fact Purim in the, in the, right, Yerushalayim, in the year Amuk of Choma. And therefore, you're getting the Parsha Zachar with the Purim, not like the full like, vaccine and booster all at the same time, right? And therefore, that perhaps is even better. Now, what about all the other ayaras, right? What about Baltimore? Well, I guess if it's good enough for Yerushalayim, it's good enough for Baltimore, that kind of thing, right? That if it's okay enough for them, then that's going to justify it for the rest of the world. Well... Now and we learned in our Mishnah, B'shnia zachar. So now we're trying to be Medayek. It says, it sounds like on the second Shabbos we read zachar. V'aki Mikla Raish but when Reshchodesh falls out on Adr, uh, Adr falls out on Shabbos, right? Like we described in the beginning of the Mishnah. Then Mikla Purim of Shabbos. Well, again, Purim is going to be on the 14th, obviously, right? So that's going to fall on Erev Shabbos, v'katani b'shnia zachor. And yet the Mishnah says that you do it on the second now, at this stage in the Gemara. The Gemara thinks that the second means the week after, meaning that you read Parsha Shkollim, and then the week after, the b'shnia, the second, you read Parsha's zachor, which would be not like Shmuel, right? It seems to be a raya to Rav, that you don't skip between Parsha's Shkolim and Parsha zachor. However, Amar of Papa, of Papa is going to Defend Shmuel here, as he always he always tries to right uh, smooth things out, and he's going to say that our Mishnah is not even con- discussing that issue. What rather is our Mishnah discussing? My Shnir, What does it mean? In the second Shabbos Shniyah la In other words, it's the second parsha in the sequence of the Daled Parshios. Right, that's what he means. You know la literally means the second parsha after after a break. But it doesn't always have to be a break. It just means the second in the sequence of Dal Partios. So, and we obviously do know that that's the case. That's what it means, Shabbos Shnir. and On the next Shabbos that you have a special parsha, that's what you do. That's what the Mishnah means. So, Tashma. Let's see if the Brizer can make any resolution here between Rabbi Shmuel. What's the second Shabbos? Any Shabbos where Purim falls out, where the week right you read it the the previous Shabbos, Rafilu Ber of Shabbos, even if Purim falls out on Shabbos. Well, that sounds like Rav. Well, and then we're going to have the same conversation that Shmuel dealt with, with the previous price, so he's going to deal with it again. It says, "My love, Doesn't it sound like Rav? Like, just like if it's in during the week, we bring it back, then even if it falls out on Erev Shabbos, we push it back, like Rav had said, so Shmuel, Ba. That's what it means by Ba. In other words, he amended this b'risa, just like he amended the previous b'risa, to say b'a. Once it says b'a, which means on Shabbos, or even if it falls on Shabbos itself, so then it means that, again, and that's what they learned, v'chaitan to be Shmuel, that's the version of the b'risa that they had in Shmuel's yeshiva, that it did not contradict Shmuel, it did not support Rav, but left it ambiguous, and still um he has his shita and Rav has his. And then we say, uh, we say had Continued previously to say that that was, in fact, with respect, with respect to Parsha Shkolim, that was a Machlokas Tanaim. Here we do not um, have that Machlokas Tanaim, but be that may, we have it to hold like Rav in all of these instances. Okay, so that was if Parsha Zachar is on Erev Shabbos, so to speak, right? If, if the Purim is on Erev Shabbos when you read Parsha Zachar. Now, what if it's Chalyot Atma? What if? Parsha Zachar, which is to say if Purim itself falls out on Shabbos. Ah, so before we said, remember, the Sheet of Shmuel was that even if the Ayaras Mukafos Choma fall out on Shabbos, you're going to read Parshat Zachar on Shabbos. But what if Baltimore falls out on Shabbos, right? Purim, the 14th, is on Shabbos. So when do you read Parshat Zachar? It says the Gemara, Even according to Rav, we're going to read it on Shabbos of Purim. That is Ravuna. No, that matter is still going to be Machlokas Rav Shmuel, right? Even in that scenario, even if Purim itself falls out on Shabbos, Yudalid Odor, we're going to read Parsha Zohar the previous week. And in fact, we have a statement by Rav himself that seems to support Rav Nachman's understanding as follows. Well, the Ferish. Okay, so, so, we, so it is, my friends. If porn falls out on Shabbos, we read it the week before. Barry is like uh, shrugging his shoulders, like, okay, not a lot of analysis here. We don't know why Rav would necessarily say that. Apparently, Rav doesn't see a value in having Parsha Zachar, right, simultaneous. When it says, it seems to say that there should be a sequence, not a simultaneity, right? Is that what you're trying to say, Barry, with your shoulder shrug? I love that. Hey, Geronowitz, Barry found you a Geronowitz moment. How do you like him now? Zachar, to remember something requires some contemplation, says Barry. So he's giving like a Musardic a reason why you need to have some time to process the message of Parsha Zachar if it's in all the hullabaloo of Purim then, how are you going to process that message? So, things that are important and that you should take to heart require some contemplation. Maybe we be Zohar to contemplate the important things and take them to heart. Thank you, Barry. Barry gave it he us. gave it to us. Yeah, no, he's, the, he, he's qualified to give that. Okay, so two dots, nine lines up. So, we did Parsha's Shkolim. We did Parsha Zohar. Let's talk about Parsha's Para. B'Shlishi Para Aduma. Right? That's when we read the Para Aduma. Right? Zos Chukas Ator. Toner Banum. Ezush Shabbash Lishish, all right, whichever week that's close, in other words, the Shabbos following Purim is what it's saying. You read Parsh's Parav right after Purim. So Idma, is Nisan. Oh, so now we have one source that says the Shabbos after Purim, one source that says that it's the Shabbos before, or, uh, right, Rech Chodesh Nisan. So sometimes it's going to be the same Shabbos. Sometimes it's going to be not. It says, Sometimes they don't argue, right? Sometimes it's the same. It's, it's, it's one and the same. Had the de'iklah Rosh Chodesh Nisan be Shabbos. ikla be be'emsa Shabbos. Right? But that Rav Chama is saying when Rosh Chodesh Nisan falls on Shabbos. And the Bryce is talking about when it falls in the middle of the week. So it all depends on where it falls out. And in those different scenarios, it's either going to be right after Purim or right before Rosh Chodesh. Fine. So that is Parsha's Parah. We're going to get a little more into that. Now, B'Raviyah, not a lot of analysis here. The fourth partial is parsha zachorish. Bang. So now let's get into the actual times. So here we go. The Gabbayim are all showing up to, to, to Minyan and we're going to get into this. So Taner Six legs line from the, bo- from the bottom at the daunting time of 6.19 a.m. So all of this is going to be Chazara for now, because we already discussed it. What do you read, Rosh Chodesh Shachal You read Kitisa, which is Shkolim. We discussed this yesterday, what the Maftir is of We discussed this yesterday, what the of Right, what's the first week? The week where Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out, you read it the Shabbos before as discussed. Bafilu Be'er of Shabbos, reflecting the Sheetah of Rav, as discussed, that even if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Friday, you read Parshas Shkalev, the previous Shabbos. Bishniya and Then the second of the Dal Parshas, Parshas Zohar, Maftir and Pakadati. And you read about King Saul's war with Amalek, which is very appropriate for Parshas Zohar. The what's the second Shabbos? That's, right, the part, the, if you, whenever Purim falls out, the previous week is Parsha Socher, as we know. of again, reflecting the Shita of Rav, the, even if Purim falls out on Ere Shabbos, you're gonna read Parsha Socher, the Shabbos before, as we discussed. is and the third of the Dalat Parshios is, Parsha's Parah. Umaftirim is That's Yecheskel discussing purifying Kla Yisrael for Mashiach may come Bimher Be'eminu. And what's that third Shabbos calendarically? It's called Shashmukhala Purim right? And it's whichever Shabbos, in other words, Purim or later, right? Whichever Shabbos that's close to Purim and after it. The Shabbos after Purim is Shabbos Parah. And Barvi And the fourth is Achodesh Hazeh, Mafdir and Elohim barishon beechad lachodesh. That is the after that we read of beechad So As we turn to Lamed Avved Beis, we see that the daf is small, but the Rashi is huge, and that's because Rashi is going to explain the calendar. We'll try to take it all the way to the Mishnah. Five lines up for the bottom in the next four minutes, as follows: Beis Shabbos, Ravius. What's the fourth Shabbos? Shachal Rosh Chodesh We know. In other words, Rosh uh, Chodesh. Whenever Rosh Chodesh Nissan is going to fall, the previous Shabbos is going to be right. Is going to be. Shabbos hachodesh, rafilu bear of Shabbos, and again, even if Rosh Chodesh falls out on air of Shabbos, we're gonna read the Shabbos before. So now we're just gonna do a little bit, we're gonna read until the Mishnah, and then maybe we'll have some time to talk about calendar, because there is a mnemonic, and that's what this giant Rashi is doing here. Giving you a mnemonic, whether Rosh Chodesh other falls out, as we've discussed, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Shabbos, how do you know when the skipping is? And there is a mnemonic, right? The mnemonic, uh, is, we're gonna see. Right? It's basically Zatu Bo Dad Uvio. That if it falls out on Shab if it falls out on Shabbos, then you're gonna skip the fifteenth. are going gonna see. Hopefully we'll have time to go over it. If not, we'll start with that tomorrow. But be that as it may, the Mishnah said, Bachamish Khosan Sidron. On the fifth Shabbos, we resume the regular order, right? You finish with the Dal Parshas. We go back to the regular right Kriya They say they're my so, what, what do you mean you resume? So, yeah, you start reading the regular Kriya Satorah in Maftir, right? You don't have a special Maftir anymore. Well, the Haftarah is, 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 well, the truth is that you go back and resume both of them, right? So, I'm holding like Ravami that it's the Maftir, that's none, because that's what we learned in our mission because right our mishnah said all the things that you repeat and some of those things don't have maftir as the gemara says lamanda parsha right that's that we know that you read a, a special Torah portion but if you're going to say that what we resume is new haftarus haftar right like on mamados on tanios you don't have a special haftara. So, what is he talking about? He means that we resume the regular right, laning cycle. I've either chaka Isa, valka the Isa. Yeah, but in other words, Rabbi Yirmio's view is going to be yeah, that portion of the Mishnah was talking about resuming all those extra Torah portions, and this portion is talking about the half Torahs. Okay, now, as an aside, if a Taniyah islamically why are you going to need to interrupt Tainus, liquor mitsafra, bignon, adiyoma? Maybe you could read the daily the laning of a minchat And then at, at mincha, let's read the portion. In other words, Evshalachim Shneim. Do both. So Misaila Ravuna. That sounds like Ravuna, the Amr, Ravuna, Because it was on Ravuna himself who says, as Rashi explains, that on those, that you didn't lane. You didn't lane in those mornings because you were too busy getting everybody together. Well, if you only had one laning, it was in the afternoon. Then you have to decide which one you're gonna you're gonna lane. So hechiyav dinon. How do we do on a fast day? Amar mitzaf we're just gonna go through the typical fast days of old, from the morning until the middle of the day. De Rashi says fascinatingly that everybody checks their averos. From the middle of the day until mid afternoon. Karina Mu Muvmavtiri. That's when you read the the and and have the Torah reading in maftir Riva And then according to the day, we ask Hashem for rachme. Shne'emar beikur b'seif for Torah. Zerem akechar v'vias a misvadim mishtachvim. That's in fact what the pasuk indicates in the Chemia that that's how we do it. For but we could reverse it and say, <laughs> It sounds like everyone's gathering, right? And then, while well, I'm sitting in the afternoon, And it sounds like I rose from my fast at, at Mincha. So, it could be that you would read that way, but, in fact, that's not how we pass it. And so, at 625, we arrive at the Mishnah. Tomorrow, perhaps, we'll begin by describing when we break up the Dalat, uh, by, and explaining this, uh, cool mnemonic of how we know when the Dalit partials are. And then we'll resume with the Mishnah and the Pesach and the partials Moados down all the special partials that we read on special Yomim Tovim tomorrow on Lamed Ahmed Bays.